Hi everyone and welcome back to Into the Void. I'm your host Ant and you join me today for episode number 13 of my weekly audio diary in which I share my thoughts and musings in a kind of unscripted form as a stream of consciousness. So thank you all for tuning in today and um, taking the time to listen to me. And uh, I hope you are all doing well and um, managing to navigate life with some um, good good grace during this um, during these rather insane and crazy times. Anyway, onwards and upwards. I just want to begin today's episode um, picking up on quite a a big news story um, that broke that's broken in the last couple of days here in the UK. So you probably heard of this guy called Russell Brand. Uh, he's a British guy and uh, an actor and a, a comedian, in, allegedly in inverted commas. So, as we know, um, he's um, he has a, a huge following online, and um, in recent years, he's he's become a bit of a hit um, in the sort of alternative media, truther, conspiracy realm or field uh, he seems to have some sort of appeal i'm not quite sure why <laughs> anyway um so the big news story is um that there's uh, apparently um some women um have come out and made uh, allegations of um sexual um assault and and rape and on Saturday evening, so yesterday, here on the, in the UK, uh, Channel 4, um, a kind of documentary series called Dispatches, did what one can only describe as a really poor um, hit, hit piece. Um, it's quite obvious that these weren't real testimonies from real, from real women. And um, as I just alluded to, I've never really been a particular fan of Russell Brand, um, you know, clues in the name, isn't it? Brand, branding, brand. Um, just, I've always found him a bit crass, um, um, a little bit unsophisticated, but, you know, you can't really argue with the figures. He does have um, quite a substantial following, and uh, he has for many years uh, been um, a popular and a very... Um, divisive um figure of course especially in this era when um we're said to be trying to eliminate any vestiges of toxic masculinity he does seem to kind of fit that bill at least um in a in a modern setting now the reason why i'm talking about uh, mr russell brand today um even though he isn't really my cup of tea is obviously um it's an important news story because, as I just alluded to, the Di- Channel 4 Dispatches documentary yesterday was um, an obvious hit piece, and uh, a lot of these, um, a lot of these allegations of sexual assault, assault and rape, seem to be um, completely spurious. And, and furthermore, they they don't really make a lot of sense because I think Russell Brand, um, for whatever reason, <laughs> you know. He does seem to fit the bill of this sort of alpha male that many, well, certain types of women seem to, you know, want to, they seem to, their knickers seem to get wet at at the sight of or hearing hearing his voice. And um, he probably does have quite a 
prolific sexual history, shall we say. So um, I'm sure that there is... He's never sure of options when it when it comes to women or certain types of women. So these accusations of sexual abuse and um, rape, they um, they just don't they don't really they don't really make any they don't really make any sense um, to me. So why why is it? I need to ask the question. Why is he now being currently being? Um, you know, being set up for a fall, or perhaps I should say, why is he now being hung out to dry by the powers that be or the powers that were, um, by the system, by those who think they have um, their hands on the tiller and they're controlling all of um, events in the 3D human realm? Why has he become surplus? to requirements um as others have said talking about this in recent days i think logically speaking russell brand mr brand um in recent years he's by sort of um going over to the more the conspiracy truther type um information um i think obviously he's um he's talking two things that um the powers that be might find a little bit challenging because as i say he does have a rather huge following many millions of followers online and i believe he's doing a comedy tour at the moment across the uk to theaters and arenas and other such venues that are sold out so one really can't argue with um the popularity of the guy um once again, again, it speaks to this sort of era we're in of um, censorship and um, trying to, sh to shut up anyone who, who goes um, outside of the bounds of um, mainstream kind of group think. Um, it is interesting also um, to observe some of the reaction on my social media Facebook feed. God knows why I'm still using Facebook. D don't ask. It's a bit like um, remaining with an abusive partner, you know, and you're literally counting the bruises and abrasions, but there we go. Um, there are, you know, mo moves afoot I need to make to actually um, to, to uh, get myself a website going or at least um, a blog that isn't owned and run by big tech. Anyway, um, yeah, last few days I've, noticed on facebook you've got this sort of truther thing again which for me falls under what i would call the truther trap when people go off beam a little bit they go they go they lose their proverbial um shit for want of another phrase and they go out of balance in the regard of so there's sort of this idea that um Whilst on the one hand they will accept that Russell Brand is being targeted because of his um, views on COVID and fake COVID shots and all the rest of it, um, they they would say that actually he's in on it. Russell Brand is actually Mr. Brand. He he's in on it, and um, he he's um, he's part of this this big joke at, at, at our expense. And whilst on the one hand. Um, they are the powers that be, the powers that were, are targeting him because he's he's um, hitting on some certain truths 
when it comes to COVID. He's all in on it, apparently. And the fact that his reputation is being trashed, although, of course, it won't be the first time this his reputation has um, been trashed. And the fact he still comes across as a very cocky and arrogant and confident. Uh, this is um, proof, as some truth as a saying that, you know, he's in on it. He's all in on it. Um, you know, and uh, the joke's on us. Because everything is is uh, is controlled and everything's a conspiracy and etc um, etc. Et now, I equate this actually to um, a kind of real key um, point in the movie, the fantastic movie, The Truman Show, which I've spoken about before on my sister show, Discerning Consciousness podcast, in one of my movie reviews that I like to do. And there's a series of scenes when Truman begins to realise that something isn't quite right on Sea Haven, on the beautiful Sea Haven, the island of Sea Haven, when he begins to, to work out that um, maybe things um, aren't quite as they seem. And he begins to realise that he's living in a construct and he realises it appears that his uh, wife's in on, in on it when um, she seems to be trying to um, sell him um, co um, um, coffee beans from the Colombian mountains. And then he he begins to realise that every day his, his life just runs like a movie script and he has the same two guys trying to sell him insurance and the same conversations he has and he realizes it's it, he realizes it's just a script and then he literally is losing his mind i can relate to this to how I've, i lost my mind um back in the day and he feels like he's literally going insane so we have the scene and i believe it's like they're on a bridge and um his friend marlon comes along and um obviously he's He's had instructions um, to, you know, to to assure um, to assure Truman that he isn't going mad. And of course, um, not everyone's in on it. And as Marlon says, I paraphrase, excuse me, Marlon says to Truman, well, um, not everyone, not everyone can be in on, in on it, Truman, because if everyone was in on it, then I would be on an, in on it as well. And and I'm your and I'm your um, lifelong friend, uh, Truman. So. So I'm not so I'm not in on it. How, how can I be in on it as well? And I think this speaks to this, um, what the director, the producer, perhaps I should say, sorry, brilliantly was was picking up as as we do begin to uh, wake up, uh, for want of a better phrase, and begin to view the world, uh, perhaps in a more truthful way. And we begin to see all the schemes and all the criminality and all the shenanigans. It can feel um, at some stage as if everyone is in on it, like um, Truman Burbank did um, in the Truman Show. Um, and um, you can feel like you're losing your mind. But I can assure you, from my perspective... Uh, and it's, um, not everyone is in on it. So, no, I don't think that um, Russell Brand is in on some grand plot to dupe the general public. Yes, is he arrogant? Yes. Is he probably a womanizer? Yes. 
Um, is he a yeah? Uh, is he a self publicist? Yes. Um, is he a sex pest? Is he an abuser? Is is he a rapist? I very very, I very much um I very much doubt it, and um, and by extension, I certainly um I certainly don't think that um he's in on some grand plot that, that you know uh, the rest of us aren't in on. I mean, just lastly on this, because I want to move on to something else in a moment in this particular episode of Into the Void. Um, I think he's a big enough character uh, and a big enough brand to, to withstand these allegations. And anyone with an ounce of media savvy in terms of how hit pieces uh, work, anyone who watched the Channel 4 Dispatches programme last night here on UK TV... Saturday night would 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 see this was just you know a really a re a real crass attempt to to destroy his reputation and and uh, and as others have said um you know he's not he's not particularly liked in the more conscious parts of the alternative media um but that doesn't mean it's right what's what what's uh, happening to him so yeah I think he could because it's such a crass um movement against him to shut him down um for the reasons i just gave around covid and going off message um i think he could uh, i think he probably um will be able to um ride this out so yeah it's a story um worth worth um worth keeping worth keeping an eye worth keeping an eye on for sure so i thought i would just mention it today in my musings um, so moving on, um, obviously uh, in the early part of this week, uh, Monday was um, the 11th of September, and we're now Sunday the 17th, 2023. So it was the, let me think, get this right, it was the 22nd anniversary of 9-11. I mean, it's it's um, it's hard to believe that we're, we're yeah, we're a whole um, generation on now from um that infamous event that um that infamous day a day that will live in infamy infamy they got it infamy um so to speak and uh, as many other people have said over many years everything did seem to change uh, culturally um and uh politically um uh, on that uh, particular day but what I would like to share with you guys today is um, I don't want to go through the whole kind of truth or conspiracy 9-11 thing. I've spoken about that at length enough on my sister show, Discerning Consciousness podcast. What I really want to talk about today is kind of like in relationship to COVID, um, sorry, 9-11 Mark II, as we know, which was um, the COVID thing. I believe that was, um, you know the second part of the whole psychological operation, 9-11. I want to speak about how, I want to share a message of hope, and I want to speak about how um, I think that the sort of the uh, occult forces, be they human, non-human, who work through the sort of political, social, economic, uh, NGO, field that we all see in the news and in the social commentary and all the rest of it look at the kind of political shop front if you like um as we know they're having a bit of a sticky time at the moment the globalists 
because they're not managing to get all their way in spite of all the kind of doom doom doomer uh truther narratives they really i i'd fervently believe that they're, they're not they're not managing to um sort of create uh the narratives in the public realm uh uh whereby they're not questioned by the public at large they're not able to to do that with the kind of ease that they once that they once were able to do now one of the reasons why i th I, I think this is is because uh i believe that on 9-11 as we know we had um a real strong element of reality creation and we know for those of you who subscribe to maybe kind of like the work of dr judy wood and this sort of notion of exotic um weaponry that was used whereby the laws of physics as we have known them at least up until that day um were were kind of uh were usurped and some sort of strange exotic energy type weapon was used well i believe that um if you think of this side of kind of like this um tear in reality and this the way in which the occult forces were able to to bend reality if i can put it like that and in so doing they invoked the gods or perhaps they invoked demons however you want to put it demonic forces and now i think it's um i think it's i think now it's sort of like uh it's payback time and certainly over covid uh, after covid uh, as well i think we are now in the realm of of payback it's payback time or divine justice if i can describe it like that and that's why we're seeing the whole biden fake the fake biden regime falling apart that's why we're now seeing the mainstream media running stories about you know geriatric biden creepy joe not being up to the job and the fact that you know rumors are swirling that he will be replaced before the 2024 presidential erection erection <laughs> uh, um, election <laughs> excuse me going off being there slightly but um uh, kind of freudian slip maybe maybe not um but yeah um it was only a few short weeks ago that such narratives or such conversations were the realm of conspiracy and now they are being spoken about his replacement is being spoken about um, within normal mainstream circles, and we also had the fact that the mainstream media were having a go at were having a go at uh, Creepy Joe because he wasn't in New York on Monday, uh, on the day of the twenty second anniversary of nine eleven, when those poor souls um, lost their was lost their lives on that day. Um, that wretched creature, uh, Kamala Harris, his deputy, um, was there. And I believe he was in Vietnam or Southeast Asia or some iteration of him, some sort of um, robotic form, I don't know, <laughs> was was um, uh, in Southeast Asia, I believe. And, and of course, we've also got stories about criminal charges being brought against Hunter Biden, which are also leaking into the mainstream. Uh, media as well so i believe yes when you invoke the gods or you invoke the demons um eventually you know eventually um it is it is payback time
it is divine justice as as we know from esoteric circles if you if you want to if you want to cross the river styx to the other side pay the ferryman you have to you have to pay the ferryman so that's what i that's what i think um that's what i think we're witnessing now so again as with um as with everything as with as with russell russell um brand watch this space i think we're going to see some really uh crazy crazy stuff um unfold now because on the one hand the globalists they're desperate they're desperate and they're going to do everything they're going to throw the kitchen sink at trump because their nightmare their nightmare scenario is that he runs again by the same token um you know there's no way that they can allow creepy joe to run again he's he's, he's already in his early 80s um you know it's it's just even with in mainstream political analysis that isn't going to fly so who who's going to who's going to replace him and what happens if he doesn't want to go i mean you know if he does exist on a, on a kind of human level what are they going to do they do if he if he doesn't want to go so again watch this space i think it's going to be really really interesting so uh stock up on this pop on the popcorn and rather than seeing it as all this doom and and you know it's this um conspiracy that everyone's in it more and more i just look at it and go it's like an entertaining movie reality or non-reality however you want to describe it it's just more like a it's might like a, a an entertaining movie and and in that way you don't get emotionally attached and when you have this sort of indifference then you're not you're not your your psychic energy is safe you're 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 protected and then you can just go oh, okay right i'm gonna go and um i don't know i'm gonna do something creative now i'm not it's not pulling on me and then i don't have to I don't have to try and convince my friends or family of my truth or the truth of these events, you know, like Russell Brand, Mr. Brand, um, that he's in on it all. And we're just these dupes. You can just go about your life um, without having without having that emotional uh, attachment to wake people up anyway. In the final section of today's episode of Into the Void, uh, I'm just going to return to one of my magazine features. As you know, if you've been listening to listening to my uh, audio uh, diary recently, um, and I'm going to pick up again um, my COVID memoirs. And one of the things that struck me about COVID, um, perhaps in the last year, as um, the mainstream media has moved on and there's been this general acceptance that COVID has ended and and as an event we have moved on and uh, as a society. What's really interesting um, to observe now is that now that we're in the post-COVID era is how now the official version of events is officially stamped upon the public's mind their consciousness and what we have now is the other day I was watching a program about the education system in the UK and we had a head teacher on there saying of course in this post-covid era the the, the post-covid legacy 
there's been a disastrous impact upon the psychological um, health of, of, of um, school kids. And we've seen the ongoing problems in the healthcare system, in the national healthcare system here in the UK, with the ever increasing uh, waiting list for people uh, waiting to have medical procedures. Now, of course, just to pick up on the obvious point, um, those of us uh, who are critically analysing the mainstream COVID BS story, such as myself and many others in the alt media, that's what we were saying, the disastrous impact on people uh, at the time. And of course, we were called um, we were called COVID deniers. We were called uh, anti-vaxxers and we were called far right conspiracy theorists. Yeah, but now apparently it's acceptable to say these things. And also the other thing is, is sort of how very quickly things become these big historical events. So like this head teacher and, and, and other people in, in positions of authority in various kind of sectors of the economy. They all, you know, they all bleat politicians or policy um creators, policy makers, politicians, uh, mainstream media, scummy journalists, they all speak in terms of the impact of COVID or this post-COVID kind of um, legacy. And what this puts me in mind of is other historical events that maybe the official version of events is not quite, is not quite um, what one would um, think of in terms of being, being anything um, anything near to the truth. So it kind of speaks to this idea or notion of how quickly lies um, become official official um, official history. And it really is it really is quite quite shocking when, when one thinks of the whole of human history. I mean, how much of the entirety of human history, how much of that is all basically wrong? How much of all of the um, storylines that have been written down in the annuals of history, in the official in the official history books, how much of that is all basically is, ba is basically wrong? And it is really quite... Um, it's really quite shocking and um, quite scary to think how even just um, basic inquiry, um, trying to look at things, look at um, historical events in a different way, how very quickly um, anyone who tries to do that, they are labelled, as I was just saying, as a far right conspiracy theorist. And, and, and it more so going forward how as these sort of mainstream narratives become more and more ridiculous and how this sort of um plot of land where all the normies and people who inhabit the mainstream world i believe that's is kind of it's kind of shrinking down how they're going to become less and less um people in this mindset they're going to become less and less tolerant of people who do um who do have different views in the mainstream so um i do think we're going to see um just to round it up here bring it back to mr russell brand 
how I think going forward we are going to see more and more censorship. I believe that we're going to see um, more people who have quite large followings um, in the mainstream, how they are they are going to be the victims of uh, mainstream media hit pieces and how um, any kind of perspective outside of the narrow confines of the mainstream is going to be um, labelled uh, a conspiracy theory, certainly theory, certainly coming up. Got the interesting, actually, um, next year, because we've got the US presidential elections, and at some point, not sure when, probably by the summer, we've got the um, next uh, UK general election. So, um, yeah, 2024 on the political uh, level, I know um it's all it's all um a ridiculous um shit show shall i say but it's still kind of um interesting to analyze and the reverberations of the kind of political uh shit show matrix if we can call that it's still it is still um interesting to analyze because it has um reverberations and implications beyond just um the 3d kind of sensory realm into the more kind of uh sort of metaphysical physical understandings of things so yeah watch this space um 2024 is certainly going to be an interesting year on the political front so i think i'll round things up here now so thank you all again for tuning in um i really do appreciate you um giving of your time um today to listen to my musings and streams of consciousness so um yeah i will uh speak to you guys all again very soon next weekend thank you all bye for now